Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And off we go. It rained. Did you get rain? A little bit on the way in, actually. I didn't didn't know that was even a thing. I thought somebody spit on my car. I was cursing (laughs) the guy in front of me like, you dick, stop it. It's just this spattering, and yeah. I'm like, he's spitting all over the place. And it didn't even dawn on me that it might be rain, and then it kept going. I'm like, that's rain. Enough to screw up the paint. Yeah, it's just like enough to make it like if you had your car washed, you'd mm-hmm. have to go out and wipe it off. So I don't think it's a lot, but it was kind of annoying. And my apologies to that dude who I was cursing in front of me. I thought at first he was spitting, and then I thought he wouldn't stop washing his windshield. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting the bastard. But I was losing my mind. I had like <laughs> a massive amount of, of pre-5 a.m. road rage on the... 202, you mother, knock it off, <laughs> dick. Yeah, there was no reason for me to be as angry as I was, but I was mad. Uh, I, I I went to go Friday night. I went over to uh, the Van Buren to see the glorious Living Color and Extreme show. And much to my surprise, it was as full as I've ever seen the Van Buren. Wow. I had no clue Extreme was going to pack it in like that. Unbelievable. And here's what my assessment of that crowd was. Disappointed. Extreme is horrible. Really? Oh. Nuno, too? I mean... Uh, Nuno can play a guitar, but that was awful. I didn't have high expectations. Terrible. Uh, there were a lot of drunk Native Americans in the area I was standing, and I think I all of them... expected that. Well, of course. It's a rock show. <laughs> all of them were waiting to sway... With uh, their wives. And let me say this. Not just uh, the Native Americans, but uh, uh, all the rest. The rest of them were white. It was white to Native Americans. There, yeah, was, no, yeah. there was nothing else. And uh, all of them brought a rotund woman with them just to sit and sway to more than words. That's it. That was the only reason they went. It was the 18th song they played of 24. Extreme doesn't have 24 songs you want to hear. 18 songs in. They poorly butcher more than words and... And just, you know, cringing, and I watch. And some of the Native Americans didn't make it all the way. The two behind us were waiting and waiting. And, I mean, this dude is 5'3", uh, you know, normal 5'3 guy, very small. It was that Big Tarvey commercial. And his oh, wife no. was just huge. And they're swaying away. And then uh, and he's he looked like a, a shapeshifter. He had, like, gray, long gray hair. He was an older guy. And, the, and I don't know what the... She didn't oh, say, oh they, they were dying for more than words. And then both of them started throwing up all over the floor. So they didn't make it to more than words. It was a high bar to ask that crowd to get through 18 songs so they could sway to your, your anal sex anthem. <laughs> Terrible. One of the worst, uh, you know, band, and the worst thing you can do is be a band for 37 years. Be that awful and remind people that you've been at it for 37 years. How bad did you used to be? If, if this is 37 years in, what were you before this? On the flip side, 
They've made it 37 years. They haven't made Enough. anything for 30. They've lived for 30. Lived. That doesn't mean yeah. they've made anything. They well, just what, won't go away. What was the uh, Katero and John Gordon review of the show? I haven't talked to John Gordon about okay. it. I imagine he likes it because I think John Gordon's a lot like Brady. It's like there really isn't anybody bad. Like Brady right. just said, they made it just on time. <laughs> 37 years. That they haven't made anything. That, that was a... That was maybe a, maybe it is just they're able to do something on a weekend. During the week, they have to work uh, something else. Then say that. Yeah. Stop saying how you've been at this for 37 years and this is just because it just makes me go wow you have honed zero of your craft in that kind of time uh john will probably like it okay katero uh agreed and he is in that oh mix, really n- that no that that it was the sound was really bad he always blames it on yeah that well thing. and it, was, it okay. was but i'll tell you what uh made it so that wasn't much of an excuse was living color uh, well, nine songs first of all they get it uh played for an hour as the opener and dude can sing like better than you know when you go watch black churches and you're like god damn that lady if she decided to become like a star you know she can hit all the notes squealing and low and high and runs and all that that dude could go like Turned i was seen from a tyler perry movie or something just everybody it, in the black it was, church yes and and everybody's like whoa like there were literal moments when he'd sing and the whole crowd would go whoa like in unison like holy cow like he was so good living color went out clobbered it Songs you didn't know you liked, songs you did know you sang along, just killed it. I'm talking to Larry immediately today. I'm like, get Living Color on you, Fest last night. Just make a call. They can't be too expensive, and it will be, they will please the crowd. It was, they were awesome. Then Extreme comes out, and the lead singer of Extreme is Gary Sharon. And at one point, Gary tried to do a little scatting, and there's nothing you can do that is dumber then follow what is essentially the Baptist Church of Scat in Corey Glover, and then have a white guy who can't do it try it too. It is a terrible idea. Oh, they were bad. So, and then as I'm leaving, I have a guy go, "Hey, poverty stricken Stern." And I'm like, "You son of a bitch! That's, this isn't going to be a thing, is it? Don't start that." And then another guy who said, "You do have a big Jew nose. This is how people greet me now." You really Show do. Them. It wasn't even like a hello or hi, Holmberg. It was. Just, I don't even know if this guy knows the show. He just walked over to me and he goes, you really do have a great big Jew nose. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope he listens and just doesn't wander up to people with big noses and say that. Thank you. And then they laugh like that's supposed to be a nice thing. <laughs> and I just hang my head in shame because I'm, pub- I'm in public now. So now I'm, people are looking at me and seeing my, and they're like, he's not kidding. That's a big ass nose. Anyway. Did you stay for all of Extreme? Didn't stay for the encore. Was your Jew money worth <laughs> or what? I, and my friend bought the ticket okay. with my giant nose. Yeah. No. Did you I, uh, mit, uh, so you you were able to stay for the smash. They didn't. The encore wasn't. Uh, the, 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 the encore. This is a dumb a band who says we've been doing this for thirty seven years and we're, their encore was two songs off the new album. Morons! What? It's like they've never done a concert in their lives. Get the funk out, wasn't there? It was uh, the last song before the encore. Okay. And I took their advice and got the funk out. <laughs> I thought they were awful. And I would say it to their face. I'm like, you guys, first off, shut your mouth about how long you've been doing this. If I went to McDonald's and the guy's like, I've been making burgers here for 37 years. And he burned it. I'd be like, what the hell? Quit telling people how long you've been doing this. You're terrible at it. If you'd have told me you've been doing it for two weeks, I'd have been like, yeah, that makes them, uh, that, that's about right. It really, they'll get the, the wrinkles ironed out eventually. But 38 years, you should have some sort of show put together. Terrible. 
Vernon Reed can still shred from Little Vernon Keller. goes, man. Oh, man. He, th- that band was They should um, tighten awesome. up their set and switch it around. Extreme opens. Oh, they should just get... And then... I have a better suggestion. Stop playing music extreme <laughs> and then let Living Color go with another band. Yeah, that would be the good thing. To not hear them play live at all would have been the smarter move. Man. Have them in the audience, maybe, and go, hey, you're the guys from Extreme, right? You still around? No, we don't play anymore. Oh, that's great. Living Color's really good. They were great. And then in the middle of it, I didn't know this, the bass player was part of the Sugar Hill Gang for Living Color. I didn't know that. The guy, the, he looks like he's about 38. He Truly black don't crack, because this guy's like 80. And he uh, busts out, and then they start. They did uh, White Lines, uh, Don't Push Me, Because I'm Close, that one, yeah. And it, it all, a little medley of his stuff, and it was just... The crowd just went nuts. They were great. And then Extreme came on and took humongous, and I mean humongous, <laughs> all over the audience's ears. They were terrible. And even women, like, wanted to leave. Like, after the more than words thing, everybody just left with their head down like, jeez, that's terrible. Two dudes in front of us, which makes me laugh all the time, were filming each other singing more than words. Which had me laughing for like. I showed you Godin. What are you doing? That's what I'm saying. His one guy, his big fa- every every fat guy in Hawaiian shirt, I call Magnum Pig. Ever since I said it for Toledo years ago, and I'm like, you can't wear that anymore. You're Magnum Pig. So I see it, and it just rings with me. Magnum Pig was standing in front of us, and he and his buddy broke their cameras out and turned them to each other. And they weren't laughing; they were singing more than words to each other. And I was, I was laughing. Yeah. If anybody ever buys you a ticket to Extreme, uh, just say, let's just go to dinner instead. My buddy Brian, who guys like, they're just, we all agreed it was was not good. I was not a fan of that. But, man, Living Color, I'd see them again tonight if they were here. That was, he's, Corey Glover, the singer of that band, sounded better to now than he ever has. Hmm. And I did see John Gordon, the expert on that kind of music, right after, before Extreme went on. And I'm like, in Living Color, or how'd Living Color do? And he said, uh, he said, that's the best I've ever heard them sound. I'm like, all right, there's one. They were ridiculous, but. And that dude's 56 years old, 57 years old, or something like that. And he's hitting high notes. That ain't easy to do in your 50s. That stuff goes away in your 50s, and he is crushing them. Like, squawking. So, extreme. Terrible. <laughs> my, my review again, out of five stars, I give them, um, you're fired. Pink slip, zero stars. Get off the stage. What are you thinking? How did Van Halen ever hire that guy? <laughs> it was their worst album I ever. Can't so, I can't mean, imagine like, going to see him try to do Atomic Punk, or it was awful. I hope they're still in town, and they're like, "Let's get up and see what people think." And they turn the radio on. Guys, you're horrible at music. You're just terrible at it. Nuno can play. Everybody can play an instrument. You have bad sounds. You have terrible songs. No one wants to hear twenty-three extreme songs. Cut it down to four. Get off the stage. Four Go. songs. Yeah. Stick to the uh, cruises. Do four. Do a cruise. cruise. Exactly. It's what I said. Get on a cruise. Surprise me. I would have rather have seen the band Nelson because that's the band that plays uh, cruises like crazy or used to. I don't even know if they're still alive. So you'd be hoping for an iceberg on that cruise or what? Oh, I mean, just, if, if, you know. if you were on the extreme rock, you'd go up to the front and just steer left to the North Atlantic and try to find that same <laughs> iceberg that took Titanic down. Imagine the ballads cruise. Oh, I'd go on that so long as extreme's not on it. <laughs> Horrible. Anyway, I didn't pay for it. It was free and I thought I wanted my money back. I would have stood in line to get my money back and tell the guy at the counter, look, I didn't pay for it, so I just want my money back, which is none, just so you can mark down another guy you had to pay back, just so they know that the entire crowd was, they're horrible at music. Just terrible. 
And you, I didn't have You high didn't come bar. away with any uh, merch? No, I almost did actually buy. It would have been a joke shirt because it was a joke show. You know, when it's a, it's a silly show to go to in the first place, the extra, but I didn't expect them to be terrible. I thought they'd sing their cruddy songs well. 38 years. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Batman was at the show and he said the same thing. He says, yeah. Living Color was great. Extreme was loud and the mix was terrible. terrible. And I left halfway through Extreme. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, yeah, he left halfway through. Yeah, yeah smart man. <laughs> I didn't because I'm a glutton for that kind of stuff. I'm like, how bad can it get? How many times are they going to mention how good they are? You know, it's just amazing to see all you guys out here. 37 years. Some of you have been with us the whole time. It's like, yeah. All right. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys shouldn't have been there the whole time. Gordon and Katara were like, yeah, brother, right here. Right here, baby. Day one. <laughs> I remember when you formed. Spawned. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty awful. So, uh, how many then, how many guys dressed like this were there? Oh no, 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 no! It's uh, is it a picture of somebody from the show? Oh, yes, like the half leopard skin, half skin type. I didn't pants. see that. That dude is uh, <laughs> pregnant, and then his wife's leopard skin pant, uh, a Peg Bundy's pants. And I don't know what that is. He's pregnant, like ten months. He's ready to pop. There was a guy there that we started laughing at. I've never seen this before. You know, some people, you know, can't walk very well, so they have to have a cane, right? They yeah. let their bodies go to the point where they're crushing their lower half with their upper half, and they have to cane around. This dude's cane was Gandalf size, and I'm like, that's pretty much an announcement that you just don't care that people know you have a cane, and you're not trying to get away from the cane. But what it what it did for him... It was uh, more of a staff than a cane? It was big, but I didn't realize it wasn't just for walking. It was to prop his arm in the air when he wanted to, like, uh, have his arms oh, up. Oh, nice. So it was an arm cane. But what you don't realize is that when you need an arm cane, one arm has to push. He was like a marionette for himself. Uh, he had to push his own arm up in the air. And uh, all he's doing is the Sig Heil. He doesn't, I think he thinks he's swaying to the music, but really what it looks like is just you're propping one arm up to salute Hitler. I'm like, look at that. Big fat Hitler over there just loving every second of it. Don't do that. If your arms don't lift in the air and you prop them up with sticks. Don't open the just, hand. Just don't go. Don't, no, Freddie, don't even, don't, don't give him advice on what to do after the stick lifts your well, arm. Well, you're not going to stop him. No, I, you are going to stop him. It's time they got in the box. A doctor, a decent doctor says, oh, you're perfect. No medicine needed for you. And we just let it go away. <laughs> you don't, I don't have high blood pressure anymore. Nope. You're the picture of health. Really? Yeah, you can stop taking all your medicine today. No kidding. Yep. How about that? I got better. Yep. You owe it all to the stick that lifts your arm up to reach high shelves. That's you're a functioning member of society. Off you go. Doctors should be sued for malpractice keeping that guy around. Here, just get a bigger stick to lift your arms up. I can't reach my countertop anymore. Here, use a stick to do it. Like you know, like how they make Kermit's arms move. Hey, that is a good idea. A stick for my useless body parts. I'll tick along for another few years this way. 
Was it like Brady's Instagram with uh, Limbo Kenny Loggins? <laughs> Limbo or? Kenny Loggins is more functional than <laughs> oh, dude man. who needs Kermit stick to lift his arms. You know when you see Kermit reach for stuff on the Muppets, you're like, that's neat. But then you see the stick. It's yeah. him. It's a man who's... Ruined. Who's, yeah, it, it, it doesn't really ruin it. I knew going in. <laughs> I was so mad. I was never really like, wait a minute. That didn't happen Why'd for real. Why'd you do that to Kermit? No, I already knew that Kermit was artificial. But the stick is a little <laughs> bit like, oh yeah, I'm falling for the magic, but there's the stick. It's a reminder. This dude is a living, breathing human being. And uh, doctors, you're responsible for keeping him alive with Max. Yep, next visit to One Medical, I hope he just says, wow, can't believe it. Your diabetes is gone, your high blood pressure is gone, your hypertension has gone. Uh, your m- picture of modern health, I'd love, uh, love to take a photo of your insides and send it to all my other patients to say this is how you get it done. Doc, I just owe it all to you and the stick. That's right. Now, uh, use your stick to lift up your hand so you can leave, and uh, we'll see you never again because you're not going to make it to the parking lot. You're in terrible condition. It is amazing. I got better from all of it. Lifting your arm up with a stick because you've let yourself go so far. Thanks, Jim Henson. <laughs> yeah. You know, Henson had an idea there. What, at what point in your life do you, are you like, ah, can't lift my arms anymore. <laughs> Better come up with a plan. Rather than just, I got to do something about this, stick for the arm is the solution. And he probably uses the stick to lift his arm to eat more chicken wings. Oh, you know it. We were laughing, though, because he was in full Heil Hitler salute most of the show. Like, he doesn't even know he's he's Nazi form right now. <laughs> it was awesome. So good luck to you, kid. I saw something this weekend that I think we need to try. This is the greatest, greatest sporting event that isn't a sport yet but needs to be. You're nodding already as if you know. You do? I know. What do you know? What is it? Florida Man The Games. Florida Man Games is correct. No idea. The Florida Man Games. These are dudes who are competing for the title of Florida Man. As we all know, the news usually st- starts a terrible story with a Florida man. Uh, if it's not a Florida man, it's an Ohio man. Evidently, outside of the nation's, uh, or outside of the state, we get a little bit of an Arizona man rep. But one of the one of the contests I watched online was um, carrying two bicycles and a catalytic converter a distance in a in a real in a race. Yeah, I mean, if that isn't the greatest idea two ever, cones. yeah, you got to run. It's an obstacle yeah. course. And then there's another one where they actually use real sheriff's officers to chase you after you rob something. Another great one. So it's the Tweaker Games? Was robbing... It is. Yeah, it's yeah, all it, it's Florida Man Florida Man Games. Man. So, and it's, it's based on real stories from Florida. And another one was uh, trying to get money in what they called hurricane, the hurricane robberies, where they turn these fans on and create this vortex of wind and hurricane force winds, and then they shoot like fake cash into it, and you've got to collect as much as you can because you're not worried about the hurricane. You just realize you can rob something. <laughs> it's awesome. Flat out awesome, and I'm watching these guys compete. Oh, uh, you have to wrestle with beer uh, or in a mud puddle. In mud, yeah. Then they have the pugil sticks or whatever. That was in a uh, inflatable yep, pool. Yeah, they did it in a pool, a swamp, they called it, and then they'd, they'd and knock the each other around with sticks. It was the best idea barbecue ever. Barbecue pork and sausage eating contest. You smash down some of that, and then you're wrestling. Inevitably, you're going to throw up. Um, we need to have Arizona man and Arizona woman games because Arizona woman is the Scottsdale broad where we would have to drink two shots and then try to walk down uh, a brick street 
or a brick sidewalk on those heels. Or the, I'm going to carry my heels all the way across barefoot races for the ladies. Arizona man, catalytic converter, stealing copper wires. I mean, I started thinking of all of the Arizona. DUI bikes. DUI yeah. bikes. We'll get Josh races. involved. Yeah. Right. Action Ride Shop. Oh, Action Ride Shop can sponsor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll have DUI bike races. Oh, man. Uh, uh, the Blow Start race, too, where, I mean, there's so many Arizona man games we could play and then incorporate the girl, you know, from. Well, uh, that's what they're oh, saying. So Lori uh, Fetrick was one of the judges. She played ice on American Gladiators. Mm. And she's suggesting that next year have some lady events. The girl events would be great. Separate Florida woman games. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that would. You got to team it up, ladies. Well, the Florida woman games would include a lot of like uh, extension hair pulling. Um, somebody strips you of your eyelash. Like they'd have good fights, but I don't think you can trust Florida women to actually fake like have competitive fights. That's going to get real. I like the one comment from the guys. Like I've lived here in Florida my whole life. They're calling these events. I call them friggin' Tuesdays. Yeah, I call them Tuesdays. That's exactly what I do every week. He's guzzling beer and wrestling. You had to have a. You had to fight a guy holding the beer. Each of you held a beer, and it, one of the things was he, the less you spilled, if you could drink during the fight. I mean, it was. It's just awesome. And Arizona is even better. Like, you know, you have a golf golf cart fight. We have all sorts of stuff like that. But the methy stuff and the. The Apache Junction Games would be absolutely amazing. Amazing. You do a car wash bath for yourself. You clean yourself with that. Like who can bathe the best, fastest, look sharp out of a car wash bath. Arizona Games are dying to happen. But when I saw the Florida Man Games, I was like, I'd go to that. How high you can stack your belongings on a shopping cart? (laughs) Like Jenga almost? Man. Yes. It'd be great. Yes. We call that part the zone. <laughs> yep, you get all your things in one, all the stolen items you have in a yeah. cart stacked up and jenga your way to the finish line. Brilliant. Man, they were out last night. The we catalytic bulk, converter we thieves? Bulk, uh, trash things. Oh, they're trying yeah, to stack them. Them. Yeah. Yeah, you just make it a game, though. I like that. There's like 45 catalytic converters. You get a cart. Yeah. And you have to stack it as best you can, jenga, and see how many of those converters you can get to the finish line without dropping. And if it hits the ground, it's out. It's gold. We need to get this together. I, we're talking to Josh about this after. <laughs> the Arizona Man Games. I know Florida Man's already got it, but Arizona Man Games are right there with him. Sculpting a white-colored death memorial for a corner on a street, maybe. <laughs> there you go. That's more of a, well, that's really Gilbert Ortega bringing it home. You're doing some artwork. We can get you how fast you can paint a bicycle white and prop it up on a corner. <laughs> for inevitably your brother who was run over. Oh, he was 43. He shouldn't have been on the bike in the first place. But, yes, I like that. And Josh can give us some of the old bikes. We can spray paint white. I love that. Yeah, uh, those are stealing a bike, like trying to get a bike off of a porch. Like who can get it, uh, uh, the bike chain unlocked and to the finish line. I mean, Arizona games are are all about the Apache Junction Fest. Oh. <laughs> we, we've got Relay some gems. Race. We've got some real gems. How many will work for food signs you can write in five minutes? <laughs> right, we have, I mean, we're it has good. to be the heat. We have to have a game. Like, it has to be in the middle of June. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's, you know, swim across Tempe Town Lake. Like, places you, you're not allowed to cool off. Like, see how, how long you can get in there before a cop comes and kicks you out and you got to swim your way away from them. Outswim the police. I mean, there's the Gators and that Riverview Park. Uh, Arizona Man Games are, are strong. We need to do this. Very strong. So I, I was looking at that, and I, my first thought was the catalytic converter games, and then steal a, a Hyundai with a USB cord. 
Exactly. You are the true Arizona man if at the end, the very last event, you and two other Arizona men try to steal a Hyundai with a USB cord. The car yeah, has started. a boot on one tire and the club on the steering wheel. <laughs> right, Go! Right, right, drive it. Cross the freeway, which tends to... Wrong way driver. We have all sorts of games we could do. Wrong way driver would be amazing. We do a lot of good stuff that seem to be only us. You know, the cactus climb, the search for the Lost Dutchman's gold. We have all sorts of silly things. In August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we do it. Maybe we just replace that... Uh, the heat stroke open with the Arizona Man games this year, since it's so hard for us to get on a golf course. For liability's sake. Instead, we'll put them in the local towns, uh, rivers, and great. lakes. Yeah, I think this is much safer <laughs> than the other way. It's awesome. But, yeah, if you have any suggestions for uh, events, the Arizona Man games are, we're ready to go. That's, I think it's... Oh, could you imagine I, I'm contest? excited about it now. You know, it's a two-hour, you can just check in every now and then, but it's a... Canal fishing derby. Oh what yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> we could have uh, events going all at the same, like a yeah. gymnastics thing. Like yeah. you get let's six, take it over to Avondale. <laughs> take it over and take a look and see what the canal fishermen are doing. Wow, he's pulled in four of those. What do they call those, Todd? That's a fish, right? That's exactly right. I believe that's a carp. They call them fish because you got that big thick vein of poop. He's got seven of them. I don't know what they're going to eat later, but uh, Avondale was well fed now. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. What do they fish for? But exactly, they it's pull the up uh, fish, right? every now and then. You can probably get a bass, but bass you're getting bluegill. Those Japanese carp that are supposed to it's eat all the algae. Fish, isn't it? It's type kind of, of yeah. yeah. It's like a big goldfish that chunks they're up. They're brown. They, more so than orange and white, but you'll get the the goldies in there. The algae them. eaters, yeah. yeah. I don't know what those are. The bottom suckers, but evidently they're good eating to poor people because yeah, <laughs> and they're out there everywhere. I see them fishing at Granada Park now and again, and I'm like, there's got to be like bluegill and something. Yeah, there. there's got to be some Chad bluegill. Do you bass. eat those? You don't eat bluegill. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a sweet tart. There's nothing. It's a tiny little thing. It's a little fillet. Very little fillet. You need like thirty of them to have a meal, <laughs> and I'd feel bad cooking it. It's like it's a tiny little fish. It doesn't need to be eaten. It's like eating a minnow. I think most are cut, catch and release. Every now and then, you see a guy going home with a stringer. Yeah, I suppose I, that's true. I never watched a guy just wander back to his car with a a live well of fish. <laughs> but they're up there Granada fishing all the time. I guess you could pull a meal out of there. Seems so weird since you could walk to a Safeway from the exact location and grab an actual fish <laughs> instead of having to go through all that. Fishing's fun, yeah, I know, but here at Granada Park, are you going to eat that? You just wade in there until one touches your foot and grab it. I'll go see Tong at Viet Shack. Yeah, <laughs> I think even I would rather eat at Viet Shack than <laughs> what I've pulled out of a local lake. <laughs> it's a park lake. I mean, I won't even use public. Uh, Parks grills. You want to eat one of the lake fish that's coming out of Granada Park? I've noticed now. they've taken a lot of them down. The grills? Like in our yeah. area, there's parks. They're like, let's just get rid of the grill part. Because A, they shouldn't be used. B, it's just covered in urine and feces. Most people put the foil over, over the grill. Just don't use it. <laughs> go to go to Jack in the Box and grab some food and hand it out. Just That's the 
The fire gets rid of all the people who pee on it. I remember that mentally challenged boy at Evergreen Park over there in Tempe, the one that used to pee down the slides, Brian. I watched him pee on the grill pretty much every day. <laughs> it was like a, a lot. We'd go to that thing. And guys, look at me. He's like, don't do it, Brian. Come on. <laughs> and he's just pissing on the grill. Like, oh, God. And his brother was mentally R-word, too. The two of them just ran amok all over. The parents were just like, go to the park. And every day at 2 until sunset, you had two of the strongest animals in the world running that park. <laughs> just, hey, Brian, look at me! And just pissing on everything. And then you'd see a family show up and not know. And push their normal kid down the slide. And like, oh, God, kids get R-word urine all over them. And we didn't say anything because we thought it was hysterical, but still. We were just playing basketball, which, by the way, he peed on that court quite a lot, too. And he pissed all over the place. Those <laughs> guys pissed on stuff. Let me, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I have another email that's uh, it's unrelated to, um, to what we've had going on. Uh, as far as, like, the, you know, the, the lady who walked in on her husband. One week, it's been the one-week anniversary, walked in on her husband having sex with her brother. And that stemmed into a couple other emails, not only... A uh, guy who works with the guy who got uh, caught, a lady who hates me because for some reason uh, I shouldn't have read those letters, and it kind of went on with that. And then maybe, very possibly, the real husband of the lady who caught or uh, who emailed who hated me put the smack down on you. Yes, the lady who who rolled out that I am a malignancy on the body of humanity. Great line. Uh, so that so then it all kind of ended over the weekend. It ended, but I did get an email of somebody who wanted to relate to the story. And I'll read that shortly. So the soap opera is kind of like there's no real... I was kind of hoping over the weekend I'd hear from the crazy lady who initially started this again. Didn't. Uh, maybe one of the two uh, homosexuals that are involved in the in the tryst have not heard from either of them all week. Uh, maybe again from that co-worker that fired over the letter saying, here's just to tell me how the guy's doing at work because you know he's been going to work. And if this guy knew, somebody else knew. And we also thought maybe... The co-worker was actually one of the gays. There was a whole bunch of that. Uh, the new email is very interesting because it's a head shaker. And I think uh, my idea now is a guy just emailed me and said, I wish someone would tell my brother uh, the, the advice your doctor's given to that one-armed guy. It wasn't a one-armed guy. <laughs> it might as well have been. But, yeah, I think doctors have a responsibility to stop giving pills to people who stop trying. Don't you? Absolutely. Stop wasting the pills on them. Stop wasting the pills on the people you're like, you know, you could, you, you know, you could do yourself a favor by not being this way. What way is that? I don't know. 380, 385. That's, I mean, if you could dip down into the low threes, maybe I'd start giving you some pills. Otherwise, just tell them, picture, picture health. Can't believe how healthy you are. And stop wasting pills on them. Don't give people long sticks to lift their arms. I mean, it's, if it wasn't a war injury or an accident from a car thing. And you just let yourself have that until you got to the... If you wash your ass... <laughs> I lost the motion of my arm. Right, I can't move I, my arm because I'm just so unhealthy. It's like, well, I got a stick. Doctor, give me... If a doctor ever prescribes you a stick and it isn't a disease, it's just because you can't do it anymore, stop. You're done. This is it. What are you hanging around for? It's not going to get better. You clearly don't have any objective to make it better. Hey, a doctor prescribed me with super long sticks, like a Scotty Cameron putter with two. That's a big stick, but that's how I can lift my hands up and reach countertops again. 
I think doctors need to get on that. I think that's our that. If I was Here's president, what we can do Neuralink. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. You don't you have to either. move. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not giving you less reason to move. You don't need that. If I, uh, that's me as president, my health care plan is: if you're ever prescribed a stick to wash your own ass, we're taking you off meds. But I need those meds to live. You're not living. This isn't. What are you doing? <laughs> you, you think that's? Come on, stop it. Stop that immediately. By the way, uh, for those of you interested, I looked into upgrading my season tickets to the Suns yesterday. Just a little upcharge? Yeah, I wanted to go up. So Mark and I are talking yesterday, the guy I have tickets with, talking to my sales rep. And I said, let's just shoot for the stars. We're going down on the floor. Let's get, let's get courtside seats. Let's just throw the money. Because, you know, resale, the Suns are hot. It's a hot ticket. Courtside seats. Let's just see what it is and work our way back. And I'm talking like right there on the floor, not behind anything, like right on the floor. So we start doing the math in our heads, what we could do, if we had to sell a few, what it would cost, how much we could get back, and like where, where, what would be the bottom line? What do you think it costs for one courtside seat, one ticket to just the Suns? You don't get access to all the other events, just the Suns. I think they might toss in Mercury games, but good Lord, That's don't do awesome. that. Six grand a seat. So 6000 a seat, you're saying. Per game? What are you saying? I for the whole season? No, no, no. I would say per game. Well, what are you saying yeah, for the I season was, tickets? I, what well, do you say I'm for season tickets LA. for one chair? For a court side. For court. You're on the court. What do you think it would be, Brett? Let's throw it. What, 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 800 bucks a... But what is the season price? I can't do the math. Okay, so... What are you saying? Uh, so 800 times 40. 40. So you're looking at... Be, I want you to do that. Like 800 times 40... Uh, 30, 42,000. Yeah, 40. Okay. That's a reasonable guess. I'm going to go 50, actually. 50, 50, I think 50 grand. I think it's more expensive. $150,000 for a chair. That's only 100, shy. So when he said <laughs> that, I'm like, 150 for two seats. And we're like, that's heavy. But, you know, you start working on this, that, that. And then I'm like, is that is that total? And he goes, no, that's per seat. It's $300,000 for a pair of tickets. American? That's what I say. <laughs> and I just text back, I'm like, uh, that's stupid. Does it come with blowjobs or? Oh, comes a lube. <laughs> it, it better. I don't think it does. I think it's dry. I think they're going in dry and, and laughing. I'm like, 300000 for courtside seats. And that's why you never see, you rarely see the same people in the courtside seats game after game. It's always new folks. Because I think businesses do it and hand them out. $300,000 for two tickets to the sun. Is that ridiculous? And, uh, you know, good on them for charging it and getting it. You're going to get it. But holy smokes, did that take me back. And that don't include playoff tickets or anything. No. That's just regular season. That's just regular. And then the playoff tickets, you opt in. And usually that's two times to three times more than the ticket that you bought. My playoff ticket, and you got to buy them all. So, like, you got to buy from beginning to the end of the finals. You have to agree to all of it. Basically $3,500 per seat. Yeah. Man, yeah. a little more than that. <laughs> crazy. So then, and and throw in a couple of preseason games. You know, you're getting a deal oh, there. Oh, yeah, so that's like true. 43 games. It's garbage. Right. So, yeah, so my seats uh, for the year, the playoff price for all of it. Now, you, they have to win the finals for you to pay the whole nut. Right. Is about seven or 8000 more than my season tickets just for the playoffs. So I can't imagine what final seats were for incredible incredible i text my boy doug hopkins i'm like you must be grandfathered in or something because he's right behind the bench of the the visiting team 
And he's like, I ain't paying that. Like, nope, that's crazy. (laughs) It's nuts. But that's how you strike when the iron's hot. And good for the Suns. I'm proud of you. That's great. I just, I had the same idea you had of probably about 50, 65 per seat. So you got 120, 130,000. I wouldn't have been shocked by 150. I wasn't when he said it, but I thought that was for both of them. That is nuts. And then you see all those Lakers fans yesterday. We're good where we're at. That's what I said. You know what? I really enjoy our view from here. Really good. Good seats. You've been to my seats. Yeah. They're good seats. Oh, absolutely. Totally. For another $280,000, I could sit courtside. But I'm going to stick with where I am. Crazy. Anyway. So if you want tickets, now I understand. Now I might go back to the upper deck just for fun, just to be like, Jesus, I'm going to stay away from those things. They're contagious. You're not going up there. No, I'll never Too go many up stabbies there. up there. It's horrifying up there. I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen them going in. It's, I know which ones are going up and which ones are staying down. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Start this Monday off proper. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.